Unchained Pizza. Our business is pizza, and pizza is our business. 960 Morrissey Boulevard, Dorchester, Massachusetts. www.unchainedpizza.com need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com. CBD cannabidiol. Is so effective that the U.S. government has patented as a medicine. The government's own patent and independent published peer-reviewed medical research is showing CBD as a strong anti-inflammatory, quells anxiety, seizures, and spasm, and returns the immune system to homeostasis. There are no known bad side effects, and you cannot overdose on CBD. CBD is made from hemp, not marijuana, and so it has no psychotropic effect and it is regulated as a nutritional supplement, not a drug. CBD Please products are tested for both potency and purity by MCR Labs of Framingham. Uh, for details, CBD Please at 617-834-8746 and visit cbdplease.com. If you are taking anti-seizure or chemotherapy drugs, please mention it when you call, as CBD may magnify the effect of some of those. Uh, welcome. Hello. The Young Jerks. We are here. We are live. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we laughing? We, we, we were, were laughing, weren't we? Having a little bit of a moment listening to Mike's new ad. <laughs> <laughs> Cannabidiol. You got it, though. Yeah. You, you're, like, it's funny today. Like, uh, you, when I came in today, my name's Mike Crawford, and you're Brie, uh, no. Brianna Morrell. Brianna Morrell. And uh, ah, you give me a hug. Yeah. You don't usually give me hugs. I give you hugs. No, what are you talking about? Not like about? that when you see me. Oh, yeah. It, I, it is usually when we're parting, but yeah. He, yeah. he needed a hug today. Yeah. Like, I got to like apologize to a bunch of people. And yeah. Mike. I went off on Facebook like crazy. Oh, yeah. I could kind of tell when I saw you, you kind of had your tail between your legs a little bit. I'm humbled. Like, like usually, I'm hum- like lately, right. I've been humbled because like, we're having success in so many ways. It's yeah. weird in a weird way. And now I'm humbled because I was so wrong on something so publicly. And um, I don't know. I just. It, uh, maybe I should just leave it at that because we got a lot of good stuff going on, <laughs> on the show. And I don't want to say. a lot suck. of positive things. Right. But yeah. It, yeah. It's good that you, you know, you acknowledge this and. You know, you make... I went Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> but I didn't come here to be made sport of, Howie Carr. Um, but at the same time, you know, like, uh, one thing Alex Jones never does is apologize. He's never wrong. So, there's an example, right? But, so this is where you're, you're being Mike Can. Well, no. Mike just, Can can apologize. We're human. I'm freaking human. Yeah. We, humans are not always right. No one is. 
I, I and you know what I uh, respect the community, even the people I was like banning, blocking, whatever you call it. I never block people. I never remove posts. I did that all this week. It was a I, week. You also know all the other crap going on in my life too, right? Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of other mother-in-law uh you know it's just unbelievable the stuff that uh my my little family has been dealing with so but everything's going great we love this community and, uh, and the show and uh yeah. we got great guests in the studio right now don't we yeah we're excited amazing it's like tonight. a lot of buzz today right yes yeah it's a fun night about them yeah about not about us yeah <laughs> so if you want to call in and, and turn the show into us okay you can yell at me and call in but uh Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the number. Uh, though I seriously though we'll wrap this up. I want to apologize to a lot of people this week. Uh, number one, EMF Radio, uh, Dave Crespo, Catherine Desmond, um, even uh, you know Chris Ferrone, Ubrey, the whole show because uh, we did take a little hit mm-hmm. over it. And I, there is a responsibility I have, and uh, it, this is not like a joking matter. So we feel it, and I feel it. Like I was, you know. It affected me. I know it affected a few people. I want to apologize to Chris Crane and uh, Shaleen Title. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's move on, right? Yeah. I think that it's great. I can see in uh, the conversations online that, um, you know, Shaleen is such a wonderful person in the community and seeing the way that she has responded since um, she has been the utmost in maturity and showing respect for other people in her responses as well. So I think that it's great how she's showing that. And same thing with Chris Crane, how this can be water under the bridge how we are a community, and uh, though that there are times that we may, you know, feel the need to call each other out or say, hey, you know, something's not right here. I feel like something's wrong. We need to have these open, honest conversations. And, you know, sometimes we may not go about having the conversations the right way, but I think when we're learning from it, uh, learning how to move forward and have the dialogues uh, correctly in the future, I think that, you know, that's the most important thing. Um, and like I said, we're still a community at the end of the day, seeing the way that everybody is still, we're all still together, we're all still here, we're all still fighting for the same cause and still excited for December 15th to come yeah, around. Yeah, no, <laughs> next weekend. I think that's the big thing. Next yeah. weekend is going to be our first legal uh, Young Jerk show, right? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't even thought about that. Some yet. of us have been legal. And what was that not. sound you just made? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a, that's a voice right there. A voice I know from. Uh, we, we have some great guests. Let's, why don't we get to the show? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Well, do, do you want to introduce someone? Should I? Like, um, we haven't talked. We've, we don't know what's going on, do we? We, we really don't want to. We haven't at all. We were about to discuss what we were going to do, and then we heard the ad that comes yeah, on right killed. before the show comes on. And I was like, wait, okay, I think, I think we're going live. All right. We're laugh. <laughs> Is her mad already at us? He may be mad. I think he edited that ad. Yeah, he's very upset. He's already mad. Oh, no. Is who, who are you oh, more no. mad at, me, me or her, her or me? I'm never mad. Mike. Yeah, he, he lies. He lies. <laughs> he nods off mic. And He's taking a nap, actually. He wasn't says, even listening. I'm never mad. Yeah, that's the thing. Today he's sleeping, so I shouldn't have poked him. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the guest. Do you want, so why don't I, uh, I'll build up one of the guests to sit into the left of you over there. Yeah. Yeah. Who you're very, we're all very excited. Yeah, about, I can tell. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren's here, especially. Lauren was for, extremely she, Lauren excited. missed last week. Lauren uh-huh. is here this week, and the number one reason she said, is uh, I'm excited. Like, I was very excited. I've been starting to think about some of the people I know that I should be getting into the show. Maybe not the usual politicians or, uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, 
policy people and organizational kind of mix people. Up a little yeah, bit. yeah. There's a, a lot of other things in Boston or a and lot of that other creative people. Help me with my Facebook problems. <laughs> He's very good at Facebook. He tells people, but he, I think he might have some of the same issues though at times because I can tell people are afraid maybe to be around him because they might end up on his Facebook. That is, is my mic on? Yes. That is a problem I have is if I have a conflict or some sort of private conversation, people will say, uh, please do not put this on your Facebook. And I don't put everything that happens in my life on Facebook or in your business. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes if I feel like a place did, you know, if I was wronged and I'm emotional about it, I might post about, hey, this restaurant, you know, they had roaches in the food and they wouldn't give me a refund. That's going on Facebook. Cause it's a funny story. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I would never do like, you know, something that's deeply personal to someone who's a friend. And I actually got unfriended by someone because she was afraid of what I might say about her in the future. I have never posted about her. You're not person. like me. Right. <laughs> right. We gotta make sure we say your name. Your name uh, is uh, Detention. Oh yeah, sorry. And you're, you, I've heard you for years on uh, WFNX. Yeah, that Major. was a, a good ten-year run on that station. Major music staff. I mean, they played good music, and you were on there for. What were your shifts like? You used to come on. I started out Saturday nights. I used to do a show called On Demand. It was all requests. So it was the only show on the whole station where I actually picked the music. Oh, wow. Because it was all based on phone calls. Yeah. The idea was to interact with the audience. But uh, people always ask me, oh, you, you worked at FNX. That means that you got to pick your own music, right? That's a fallacy. That's not true. Except in this case, when I first started, too, I was a total rookie. And they have me pulling the music, you know. And then I got promoted to a show where I couldn't pick the music. That was uh, Saturday afternoons. And then I did Midnight to Six. And then the last year of FNX, the morning man left, and they gave me the morning show with Henry Santoro, who's at GBH now. And uh, so I was there from 4 a.m. to noon every day. With the, Henry? Yeah. Did you still talk to him a lot? You're still friends with him? Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, I think we're like family, you know? He's funny. I follow him on Facebook, too. He's, he's another hilarious, one. and he's he, a great chef. Yeah, that's what I say. The food things, he yeah. has like the food plates, and you have to figure out which one, like what, what's, like uh, he'll have a cover over the food. Yeah. So, if you guess what this is, you get all my swag. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh, Big Taddock and whatever. It's so when I hosted the show with him, twice a week, someone restaurant would show up. Like Todd English would show up. Yeah. And the olives. food. And I gained like 20 pounds in one year on that show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm already a big guy. But it was like, I, I, try, I would show up with my oatmeal, <laughs> you know, my green tea going, I have to make sure I control my weight working this hour. Now I don't want to stress myself out too much. And then someone will show up. Joe Curtatoni, the mayor of Somerville, brought me a pecan pie. Because <laughs> he heard me say on the air that I love pecan. I can't wait for Thanksgiving because I get pecan pie. My favorite. I love it. And he showed I, up. You know what? I go to Market Basket. I get mad when they don't have those little pecan pies. Oh, yeah. A lot of them do not have them. They don't. You have to go like the three market. What is up with Market Basket? I just want to get the pecan pie <laughs> in Salem now every week, you know? Again well, with the mullahs. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So, uh. Good food. I don't remember what the question was. How are you? Well, yeah, how are you? And, and number one, uh, you're also a music producer. You're a, you're a rapper. I got to know you as a rapper early on when I was booking the Freedom Rally and, and yeah. uh, Blunt's caused cancer. That's when I fell in love with you because you weren't talking about the weed causing cancer. You were talking about the tobacco leaf. Yeah, it's ironic. I, I don't think a lot of people stop ever and think that you're wrapping the marijuana in a known carcinogen. You're adding a carcinogen to the weed. That you know that blunt rap is pure, it's strong tobacco. It's stronger than a cigarette. Mm -hmm. You know, so I made that song. Blunts cause cancer. 
but it wasn't about marijuana. It was about the tobacco industry. <laughs> and now you've uh, now you, like you you get nominated regularly for as I believe a music producer, uh, the Boston Music Awards, right? Yeah, I've been I've been nominated a few times. Have Not you won this yet? year. I went. I've won Best New Artist in '01. Oh, as a rapper too, right? Uh, yeah. So that's as a yeah, musician. And then I won Artist. Best Producer like in like '13 or '12. So you won two of them so far. Yeah, I won two. I've been nominated a bunch of times. We went. It was just last two nights ago. Oh, that's awesome. They lost my ticket. Live Nation couldn't find my ticket. Really? At the window. Oh yeah, it was like a you, big controversy. Not, really? Well, they weren't even going to let you in. I, I, I got there, one that's like a winner. You, you get a free ticket. Yeah. Like you get a lifetime pass. Did you call like Jake Brennan right now? Yeah, oh, I did. Jake Brennan had to come outside. He and, took care of it though, right? Yeah, he took care well, Jake's cool. He'll take care of it. But you know, I brought my wife. We had a babysitter. Yeah. We came all the way from Lowell. Now I'm wondering why Khan <laughs> wasn't involved. Now I'm worried now. Who? My girl. Oh, I, you know what? She's always there. She She's always there. It was probably because of the family shit that's going on. No, I yeah. don't know. She probably just didn't do it. I don't know. Well, She was probably invited. You know, it's it was different this year because I don't know. It's usually tied to Ernie Box Charity, and yeah. it wasn't this year. Oh, really? But I could tell. Yeah. It usually would have just had the sign, Music Drives Us, but it didn't. And it was in a big venue, which is usually in a hotel. Well, like in where a was it room. this year? It was at the House of Blues. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was a great time, but it was a very different experience okay. than previous years. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, with the Young Jerks, WEMF Radio, we're talking to, uh, I, I think, a legendary guy, a good oh, guy, geez. Detention, uh, from Lowell, Mass. That's right. You talk about Lowell a lot. Like, this week you were talking uh, about, a, like, a parking. You you try to pay for $2, and they charge you for 4 Yeah, the machine's doubling the fees on the, you know. And the thing is, is that I got a lot of Lowell people on my Facebook. When I put something on there, it gets back to the mayor, which is the best part of the whole thing. Right. As it'll get, They're like, all watching so, it'll get that. shared a bunch of times. Yeah. And, and so, like, I'll go to, like, I'll be walking down the street and someone from city council will walk by and they'll make, a, like, a, a stink face at me. That's the guy. That's the guy. He's always on Facebook. And I do it in real life, too. We had the big Thanksgiving parade, that, a big Lowell event. Yeah. And the very first people out is the city council and the city manager. And it was quiet. The music was supposed to start and it didn't and everyone was standing there and I screamed at the top of my lungs for, like, a, several hundred people to hear. <laughs> Everybody, let's welcome the great gentrifiers. Oh. <laughs> Man. Yes, you too can be kicked out of Lowell <laughs> and replaced with a condominium. Let's hear it for them. Oh. <laughs> so maybe that's why they don't like me. Maybe. Are you going to run for mayor of Lowell? I can't. I, so I, I might be the what? only guy who could run for a meaningless office and get assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> so Boston. I thought I was a troublemaker. <laughs> I salute you. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot of troublemakers today. Well, if they don't want me yelling at, maybe they shouldn't knock people's houses down. Let's oh, just a thought, <laughs> right. you know. And like, uh, can I just tell you? Can I re very quickly? There's a famous restaurant chain that I shall not name, <laughs> but it's Jimmy John's. Okay. <laughs> And next there door, so they opened, and they signed a 15-year lease, and the city manager, Lowell, brought them in. Mm -hmm. And, like, we wanted to up our restaurant game, and that's what they came up with. <laughs> Jimmy just, and the thing is, Lowell's got 5,000 sub shops, you know, but they're owned by, like, a Greek guy or an Italian guy, mm -hmm. and they're mom-and-pop businesses. And then they bring in this, this guy. It's two blocks wide, you know, like, <laughs> and they have lights. It's all historic district. I owned a business. You're not allowed to have lights. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy John's and Big Right. It looks like... <laughs> Las Vegas, oh and uh, there was a, a little sandwich cart next door, and he was out doing Jimmy John's. So Jimmy John's had they have the same landlord, Jimmy John's and this cart guy yeah, yeah. had had them evict the cart guy. Oh, 
Yeah. They evicted him because he was too successful. Yeah, he did too he good of a job. He was threatening their business. Yeah, Jimmy John. Is that the stuff that makes you mad? Wow. That's the stuff that makes me mad. Yeah. Are people showing up for, like, uh, Lowell City Council to protest the Jimmy Johns being there? Uh, like, to well, your knowledge. They're like, there now. Yeah, they should have They should have been there. Like, why are they evicting this Yeah, you know, I, well, nice that, no one man, knew that you know? happened. The only oh, reason I, I knew that happened is because I went to go rent the little restaurant. Yeah. And he told me, you can open a restaurant here, but you have to do breakfast only. And I have to approve the menu. Like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, well, Jimmy John's doesn't want you doing lunch. Competition. Yeah. Wow. But Lowell does have a good grassroots, you know, situation. A lot of times they like to mess with the arts community. Mm -hmm. And the arts community is really good in Lowell about getting together and showing up at City Hall and and making them change their Mm -hmm. mind about things. Excellent. We also have some other guests in the studio, too. So uh, detention, we have, uh, you know... Very excited to have you, and I want to give you a little round of applause. Well, you got your whole family here too, right? I brought the wife and kids. Yes, we went to the Middle East and we had lunch or dinner, and then we walked down here. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, we see uh, Warren Lynch is also uh, in the studio in the uh, green room, so we got uh, some of our sidekicks. Yes, we are doubled today. up this week. We are, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, Lauren Pespiz is here as well. Yeah. Yes, I got her name. I've down never met too. her in person. <laughs> we're, we're it's a Facebook friend. I've never met her in person, so that was cool. <laughs> We're going to have okay. to take a picture after, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, okay, so we also have uh, our friend Stephen Mandilli uh, in studio. People know him, Veterans Alternative Healing, Inc. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me again. Thank you. And Always a good time. you brought a friend? Yes, I did. Uh, my friend, uh, Monica Cannon. Hi. And you, you have a uh, nonprofit charity, right, that you uh, work with, Monica? Me? Yes. Uh, so I run uh, City Council of Tito Jackson's Community Fund. Um. I recently ran for state representative for Roxbury, and I work in uh, housing, uh, helping with housing stability. I'm a youth worker, so I respond to crime. I do a little bit of everything. Awesome. That's awesome. What is, uh, like, when you say housing stability, I'm very interested in that. What, so, what kind of work uh, you do? My job title is Family Economic Stability Coordinator. What that means is, is um, it's a pilot program that's being run. It lasts for five years. You get families. And you walk them through the process of becoming stable with their housing. So they get like a flat rate subsidy of $1,200. And then whatever the rent is. So if the rent is $1,800, we pay $1,200. They pay the remaining balance. But within a five-year span, the goal is to get them an employment that is sustainable enough where they can pay their own rent on their own. Um, and also there are like things put in place to assist them. So they get a stipend to pay off their credit. If they have bad credit, mm-hmm. if that's an issue that's preventing better employment, they get, um, if they save $200 every year, our program matches them three times. Mm-hmm. So is that uh, through Tito Jackson? Uh, no, or is that a different one? That's is through it? my employer, which I'm opting not to say. Okay. Right. <laughs> is it Jimmy John's? No, it is not Jimmy John's. Uh, is, it, is it they're afraid of us on, on the Young Jerks, or are they afraid of detention over there? I don't know who to be afraid of in this place. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, but under Tito, I do, um, which is where I met Steve, I do the uh, turkey giveaway. We gave away 4,000 turkeys wow. for Thanksgiving. Uh, we raise money through different sponsors, and then we give it all away. That's awesome. Uh, I love Tito Jackson. He's funny as hell. He went on Howie Car Show and like totally was like ragging on Howie about his shorts or something. <laughs> <laughs> so 
sounds he, right. He's the best. I was actually um, I was catching up today on the the hearing that had happened this week um, on the the marijuana hearing that they had had mm-hmm. um, about racial disparity and whatnot. And his commentary in that was just so on point. Mm-hmm. When he talked about, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, I went to UNH and I can tell you that it's not the people of color smoking all the weed. No. Right. <laughs> like right, yes, right. and that's Thank the bad you. stigmatization. Like, and I think we were talking about it in the car over here. It's like, dude, seriously, what are the side effects? So hungry, mm-hmm. sleepy, and giggles. Like, <laughs> so please tell me where either one of those things is wrong. You know what I mean? And at the same time, if if you take eighteen aspirin, that'll be your last You'll headache. Be dead. Yeah. Right. Um, so and even the worst on marijuana, there are some cases where people I say it's like peanuts where they're allergic to it. They have yeah. a bad reaction. They right. can have a an episode. Those people need to stay away from it pretty much right. and get doctor's advice and, and figure out what the issue is. Um, but, but we that's also basically can't, the worst. And, yeah. and even those people, they don't die, like you said. Right. The, the aspirins right. will actually kill you. There's no like second chance. There's no doctor's visit the next day <laughs> right. to figure out what the hell's going on. Nope. And, and, you know, even with that, you can't pick and choose when it works for you and when it doesn't. So I've had doctors prescribe it for cancer patients. So clearly you're prescribing it because you believe it's an aid of some sort. So you can't prescribe it and then also bash it at the same time. And you have physicians that are using it in Boston. Like, just doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, that's our government. <laughs> are you, run, you going to run for state rep again or something? Ah, uh, you did it to me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am going to do that. I, I'm going to run again. Um, for state rep, not quite sure, but I'm definitely going to run again. I think that when you run the first time, that's like getting your feet wet. Yeah. Um, but it also gives you time to get as much information as possible so that when you pounce the next time, you pounce in such a way that it's really, really effective and you can't be ignored. Yeah. And I like fights, so... I don't think it's an easy thing either, you know, running a campaign and managing and whatnot. And I think there's a lot that you can learn the first time and then apply that knowledge to the second time and be much more effective about your strategy. Absolutely. The first time I thought I was going to go crazy. Um, (laughs) I have teenagers. And so I tell anybody (laughs) during that whole campaign, I was nobody's mother. Uh, I was a candidate. Right. I was just I was zoned out, tuned out. Um, it got to the point where my life was so repetitive that I, I was like, I need a trip unless I'm going to hit somebody. Um, you get up, you make phone calls, you door knock, you make more phone calls you get, and you repeat that uh, time and time again for about 11 months. Um, and so, well, 10 months. And so, yeah, it takes a lot out of you. I think people don't understand the personal aspect to it. And that's free labor. So like yeah. you're yeah. running around on a hope and a prayer that everything works out on election day and there's no right. guarantees in it's it. It's a huge investment. Yeah. A huge. Investment. Yeah. So I know that's why I don't do it. And I want to. <laughs> I've been thinking about it for years. I mean, I think you should. If I but you move, know what? Yeah. I'm in a new place now. Too. We that's make the best move. politicians. You want to know why? Because we were closest to the problem. Yep. And, and that's my perspective. Usually you get, pol- and I was different. So you get politicians who are usually like, you know, they're born into it and their family have groomed them into sure. being yeah. a politician. Mm-hmm. And right. the majority of them are rich. Well, no, I'm poor. Um, I live in Roxbury. I have five kids. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, um, I did really well. I only lost by 107 votes. No. So, no. you know. So you, uh, I, we had a friend uh, here, Mike Conley, who, 
ran a few times and mm. this time he won so yeah that, that's the key I shout think out to mike too i've been watching he's my friend on social media that's one thing like when you run for office you get all these friends that you don't know personally but <laughs> right. you watch what they're doing yeah um and me and mike are friends on facebook so i get to watch a lot of the stuff he's doing he had a meeting today at mit with uh dukakis oh, wow. oh nice um and i thought that was amazing so yeah shout out to mike good you're awesome Dukakis was against us on the legal weed but mike was with it so yeah, that's cool. yeah. I'm, I'm about that now it's like let's Stay together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, yep. So Stephen Mandilli's here. Uh, you guys are working on it. I see the flyer right here. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a holiday gift and toy drive. Yes, we have a holiday gift and toy drive. Um, we are collecting toys for. Um, I've reached out to Monica. We're collecting toys for her community, and also we have a um, a home for uh, female veterans that have uh, their single moms. They have their kids with them, and we've gotten their Christmas wish lists. Um, so we're taking care of those kids and, and we're also going to be helping out the community out there too. Um, yeah. So since, since everything I've done and, and I've, I've started, I started off in the street right in front of the state house. Um, still to this day, the only, the only politician in the state that won't sit down and talk with me, the uh, governor, the governor, I've met oh, with, the, I'm with attorney generals, senators, legislators, uh, the, the secretary of public safety, um, a new, numerous amounts of people. And and I'm fine because it's helped me separate myself from from those people as well as so you won't talk to me yet. I've started a um, two nonprofits, one nonprofit with one of the people he's brought into town, the uh, General Electric Foundation, um, and all of the other people that I'm helping are the people that he neglects. Um, the the as I was told when I called his office, the constituents. He doesn't meet with any constituents. Well. That that's that's wrong. That's such a disconnect. A How are you gonna help? Me? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was told. Right, right. It seems like it's pay to play. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I've I've refused to to be one of those people that pay to play. Um, no, no. he's inspired me though to get involved in, in in everything that's going on. I'm not I'm not staying quiet anymore. I'm not giving up. Um, he represents a lot of what I'm against. Um, making cuts. What 1.9 million dollars cut into uh, the the Bureau of Substance abuse services, while he's trying to say that he's helping the opioid epidemic, yeah. like that's insane. That just, just came out this week. Yes, that's. Disgusting. I posted them on my page. The all the budget. line items that he's cutting. And shout out to Justin. I don't know who Justin is, but Justin <laughs> is Steve's friend who broke it down. And the majority of the money went to incarceration. It went yep, to criminal justice. Um, and they're getting about sixty thousand dollars per person they incarcerate. And that's where the majority of the money went. But he took away from substance abuse. He took away from mass health. He took away from seniors who are on mass health mental he health. took mental health and youth well, programs well, i want to just correct that because he hasn't like he's proposing it right, right. we right. could still stop it right. uh, i'm hoping that like you right. know those hacks of the democrats you know mm -hmm. that i'm not sure they're going to go for this it, that he's proposing budget cuts right now because there is a big deficit it looks like yes uh and what to do there's a rainy fund and there's uh debt ceilings and and credit ratings and all this crap so it's uh it is tough i I mean some people are gonna say we need to make cuts mm -hmm. yep i agree we need to make cuts but you don't cut the most vulnerable and and that that's my issue like okay dude really take it from over there in criminal ju uh criminal justice and and incarcerating people and shift that money because clearly locking people up is not working right. we're not right. going to arrest our way out of any problem um, and I believe that they can find alternative alternatives. I'm hopeful, but like just watching the different things that he want to cut and how he's shifting it is is very discouraging. 
Yeah, I mean, I've been discouraged with him on the on the medical marijuana for a while. Yeah, Stephen ter- knows. We, Stephen, I went to visit <laughs> Stephen in front of the governor's house. Yep, that was a fun day. That was that was very. We didn't get to talk to the governor, but no. we got to get uh, looked at by the state police all day. <laughs> oh yeah, they showed up pretty quick, very quick. Yep, but that, I mean, I I I want to be working with with the right people um, to help the most amount of people. Uh, working with Monica, I'm working with. Um, Tito Jackson and his staff, the councilman Jackson, um, and now I've have I have multiple um, dispensaries reaching out that want to start working with us. Um, there's there's lots of dispensaries that are open right now that I can't even afford to go into. Right. And when I call to talk to them, they they want nothing to do with me. Now I, I have dispensaries reaching out that are we're writing contracts with them where they're going to hire veterans from us. They're going to offer yeah, huge that. discounts through our, our programs that we're, that we're coming up with. And at the same time, I'm also working with the Health and Human Services to rewrite policies for veterans to be taken care of in Massachusetts. And it, we're, we're gonna change the way it's going across the country. It's stupid that there's lines on a map that separate who gets taken care of and who doesn't, who gets forced on these, on these pills and these medications that are killing people um, and, and driving people to heroin, which is now surpassed gun violence, car deaths. And it, this, this is all on the CDC. This isn't stuff that's made up. Right. You can look it up. No, it's getting worse, too. Yeah, it's terrible. So the, the holiday gift and toy drive. Yes, back You to that. said you had a list of <laughs> gifts that people, the, yeah. the kids need? Yes, we. Um, I'm going to post that after the show uh, of the specific gifts we need. And, and with the age group, those gifts are the, a lot of them are the gifts that every kid around that age wants like you know because i i uh, you got legos arts and craft uh, uh Lego, there's little like there's young kids it's like paw patrol uh there's still teenage mutant ninja turtle fans um every girl wants dolls and and princesses and all these types of gifts we have them all um so i have a there's a box on beacon street there's a box at the roxbury innovation center um, I just dropped another box off at brand hire and um can people mail them because a lot of our listeners are like remote i don't get like me i don't even get in the city really except on Saturday, i get, so. I'm, i want to set them up to to where they can mail it or maybe set up a, a gofundme for people so because we also like want to be able to um gofundme too we also want to be able to get the we want to gift gift cards for the mothers yeah. and fathers too in these families that that don't get taken care of um so we also where is there another one i'm gonna there's gonna be a box Thursday night at the end of prohibition party that Arden oh, came with us. Yep. Can't Quincy. Yes. Uh, she's, they're allowing us to have a box there. We will be there accepting donations. Um, but it's on our VH Facebook page. You can stop by there, check it out. I'm going to be posting more of um, what's needed and, and more locations as I go. I forgot to mention there's one at the um, students for sensible drunk policy office over at UMass Boston as well. Excellent. Yes. We're going to be talking more about that Ardent party, too, because I think there's a uh, code I want to make sure people have. You know about that? No? The, the Oh, yeah. I saw the thing on Facebook. Oh, is that on Facebook? I got an email about it. Oh, you got an email. Are we talking about the same thing? I don't know. That's it's why a couple I'm... Different co- I've seen a couple different codes. My oh, thing, really? The yeah. thing that I said, saw said not to say anything. So oh, like, well, we'll wanna, talk about that. I don't want to say anything. We may the have cat's to... out the bag. The Facebook. Yeah. I don't know. The people who are listening, I know a we'll lot of them probably know. We're going to take a break <laughs> and figure that out, friends. right? <laughs> Chanel is also, um, we have uh, six tickets that she's donated that we can give out to veterans that may want to attend. Um, free of charge, so uh, they can reach out through us on Facebook through that for those tickets too. Nice. Yep. And and that's a veterans alternative healing. Veterans alternative yeah. healing Inc. Yes. 
So you have uh, tickets to the big event. That's Thursday night. Yes, in Quincy, Quincy, Quincy. Uh, is it and, it's, the, and it costs a bit of money, so like you know, those tickets are worth something, right? Yes, exactly. I was looking at it, the event; looks great. Yeah, it's a lot out of it. it. It really looks like a great way to kick off legalization if you're looking for a place to celebrate. Yeah, mm-hmm. if this is your New Year's Eve on December fifteenth, <laughs> it's an early Christmas for us. That's if if it was on the North Shore, I might be there. I just I, I have a lot going on, uh, so I hope other people go. Though I hope people. Enjoy I, I think it. it's going to be very big. I think yeah. I think people will miss me. People, everyone oh you. my! No, I mean, yeah, see, this is, this is why I had to time. give you a they're hug. Not be like, <laughs> they're not going to be like, Mike. They're just going to have a great time. Oh where's my Mike? Goodness! <laughs> so make sure if you guys go, you say, "Where's Mike?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they do have uh, advanced tickets for it right they now. They do. You can on. buy them, and there's a code. I was gonna. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't talk about that. I'd code. stay away no, from yeah. the code talk. They have. <laughs> just stay away from that. Advanced tickets are twenty dollars, um, or you can buy your ticket at the door for thirty dollars. Or you can use a code society. <laughs> okay. It goes to benefit the Mass Patients Advocacy Alliance. It's a, oh, so, oh, that's okay. the one. They, oh, okay. I, if I'm it's an MPA email, yeah, you're so fine. If you I, want to support MPA so and you go into the event. Type in society. I always spell society wrong. Always. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. It's not good for anybody <laughs> with my damn dyslexia or <laughs> any kind of spatial recognition. Right <laughs> <laughs> Is it a silent PPS? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need your help with something for real, though. What is it? On the 15th. What's cool and what isn't cool? You can cool? put seeds in the ground. Oh, yeah. We, we'll go right, through so, that, actually, yeah, when we yeah, come back from the break. That's a great today. thing that we'll that was go through. Actually, yeah. yeah, so we'll be talking about that with detention. Thank you for detention. giving us a point. Because yeah. <laughs> next week, you got to get ready. People yes. think like you can just you walk around prepared. downtown with bales of weed. Yeah, you're going to have like a couple trees. Not <laughs> bales. You actually can now walk around with weed legally on yeah. your body but versus so before much. you couldn't. And so you that is a big change. Yeah. Yeah. You can gift so, it to people yeah. now. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely like talk more about that. Yes. I hope that I get lots of gifts in the next couple of weeks. I, you might have Christmas cut away gifts. your gifts. Yeah. I blew my gifts this week. Cole for Mike. In order to say legal, Mike's not getting any gifts now. Dad blew it. You get, you get the brickweed. That's what you get in your stocking. Oh, <laughs> seed? No. They're going to be rolling up their shake. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go, Mike. I mean, we haven't even brought Lauren in. You and Lauren have some, like, you guys are giving me a hard time right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah I have come here for today, it looks like, to become sportive. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mike's had a tough week. <laughs> hey. That's my punishment. Yeah. All right. Well, we take a break and we'll come back with a bunch of our guests and uh, maybe catch up with Lauren and Warren too and tell you what's legal. Yeah, what legalization means for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're back live, the Young Jerks, WEMF Radio. That was, uh, I think, Detention, right? Yeah, that's... uh... What's that's, the name of the song? That's my, my own, one and only folk song. What is it called? It's called uh, 20 Reasons Hitler Was an A-Hole. <laughs> I like the part about the mustache. Yeah. No one can wear that mustache anymore. Right. So I, what I did, I found out that Hitler had a lot of other than that whole Holocaust thing. He, there were other reasons like that he did other bad things that people don't ever talk about. And I wanted to make sure that he got his props. For all the other evil things right. he did that no one ever brings up. Oh, my goodness. Very helpful. Yeah, a little history lesson. That's a Wikipedia special right there. <laughs> a lot of facts in that one. 
617-500-7100 is the phone number with the Young Jerks. You can call in. Uh, we will take phone calls now, right? Yes, we yeah. will. Hopefully, are they going to kill, kill us? I don't know. You you might be, <laughs> I might be in trouble. <laughs> you might be on the chopping block. We got but... some guests, so you should ask them questions instead and be nice to them. Detention, number one. Yeah, we have detention in here, and then we also have uh, Stephen Mandilli and uh, Monica Cannon in here talking about um, the upcoming toy drive that they are doing, uh, as well as other issues we've been talking about. We talked about housing and cannabis and elections, and so anything you want to call in and talk about, feel free. And Governor Baker. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, parking troubles and detention on Facebook. And uh, oh, we also heard Blunt's Cause Cancer, that song. Yeah. Yes. All right. So that's like one of those on the surface. Like, what are you, what, what detention? You're against marijuana? No. It's that you put it in tobacco before you smoke it, and then you smoke it. So you see, add tobacco to the product. And that's why blunts cause, and I don't know that blunts cause, I'm not a doctor, but it stands to reason that some like real heavy blunt smoker out there is going to get lung cancer and they'll blame the weed and just ignore the fact that he's using like grade C Philly tobacco that's like off the, swept off the floor of the camel factory. (laughs) It's good to uh, bring up education. That's what I like about the song. There's some, it makes you think. It makes you uh, think <laughs> about, like, hey, maybe, maybe he's got a point. Maybe yeah, with legalization yeah, coming, so the, put down and, and your And you're way ahead of your time because now someone's turning up my headphones so loud, Lauren. Those are my headphones. Don't touch that. <laughs> Don't touch that, Lauren. <laughs> so uh, angry. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. But you were way ahead of your time because now, like, the big thing in the, you know, marijuana uh, movement, yeah. you know, and just in the consumer industry is, like, now everyone likes hemp papers. They don't just like right, that. Right. They like that they want to get better stuff. And then you have... I would say they're into vaping, well, even. It's go. not yep. even about smoking. Right? People are vaping or they yep. dab only. And if you're in the concentrate community, if you're really into it, you have people yeah. who won't even smoke butane right. extracts. They only right. smoke water hash. Exactly. They cold only hat, smoke water. this. Yep. You know, people get... We're at this this age in marijuana where we can be so picky about yes. what it's we want to smoke. Yeah. I love it. Yes. You're so Artisanal ahead, you're curated marijuana. Just <laughs> like I know. Small batch. Cool. I just, I just still smoke joints. I'm like so like old fashioned still now. The yeah, right. Pass me by. No, no one ever asked me if I wanted to upgrade to hipster status with the weed. <laughs> <laughs> you're with me. I love it. I knew I had a demo. <laughs> I knew there was someone with me on that one. All, like seriously, all the kids are like, "Oh, I got this rig." I'm like, "You got a? What is your rig?" And I'm like, "It's a Mac." Um, um, nah. Yeah. Dude, you smoke joints? What are you, fifty? Carm's not gonna let me have a rig in the. Why? Yes, I am. Yes, yeah. Have a whole. No, you're the first person that pegged me a couple years older than I really am. Thanks a lot. I like joints too. <laughs> Another fifty-year-old back there. I like joints too. Is what I heard? Wow. So, uh, yeah, we're the young jerks. We're talking about important things today. We also have Lauren Pespiza here. The, uh, her, hey, everybody. I'm here. Our old co-host. <laughs> sidekick here. now. Sidekick. Is everything going good right now for you, Lauren? Things are all right. You know, I've been a little bit ill, but I'm feeling a little better. So. Okay. And you want to come in special today for detention, is that right? Yeah, I've been listening to him since I was about 16. Oh, my God. Since I was listening to FNX back in the day. Oh, that's Got amazing. me through high school. Thank you. Oh, all right, yeah. Thank I remember. You. I knew you looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been friends on Facebook for a number of years. That's true, that's true. But we actually meet now. I know, it's good. It's nice when that happens. Yep. Can you feel it? I can feel it. Can I you feel, feel the love it? over here. This is, this is vibing <laughs> going on, right? 
Uh, we got a guy in the background. I love it. Yeah, I love it. He's giving co- he's gonna, he, we gotta get him a mic. He's got some good color commentary. Yeah. Like Somehow. It's a, we have these floating we, mic stands. We, we can just pass these. Yep. Yeah, so, I don't know. Somehow, like, one of my best friends in the world just appeared over my left shoulder. That's right. That's Kevin Stevenson from The Shots. Oh, he's from the shots. Oh yeah, man. Oh, I know them. Oh yeah, my god, that's the guy. I knew he was somebody because I could tell just the way he carried himself. But I didn't <laughs> he, know. He looks I know like the somebody. Shaws. I'm, I'm Con's boyfriend, so I know all the good bands. And, that's and right. She plays the date. Yeah, the shots are. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. We go way back. I'm not in the music business if it wasn't for him. What is it? I'm not in the music business if it wasn't for him. Oh really? He got. He that... got. He gave me the confidence and uh, and an outlet. He called me on stage one day. Wow. And I went up and rapped with my eyes closed. I was terrified. <laughs> I was playing like, Kevin, you got to come yeah. over here. Come over here and share my mic. You can say, because I mean, yeah, I can tell. Uh, yeah. You guys should talk on the mic a little bit here, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> on the mic. Not, not yelling across the studio. Yeah. Well, you know, I like joints too. <laughs> <laughs> so we could, that's a whole other story for another day. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, I also, if I'm not mistaken, um, Helped you put together your first band. That's right. That's yeah, right. the Unforgettables. Yeah, no, the Full no, Pimps. Oh, the Full Pimps. Before the yeah. Unforgettables. <laughs> the That's Full right. Pimps. Yeah. The Full Pimps. Okay. That's so right. that was like a parody gangster group. I'm done. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we weren't gangsters at all, but we were listening to a lot of Snoop Doggy Dog at the time. <laughs> you know. Straight out of Chelsea. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Wow. What's going on? I don't know. I think it went over my head. I didn't even hear that. Straight out of Chelmsford. Oh, really? (laughs) We have a phone call. I think we might take it. There we go. Who's on the phone? (laughs) Oh, they're listening back. Is this Dan the man? You got to turn your radio down, caller. Look at that. Or up. It's like a trip through time. Yeah, this happens a lot. And we can't tell if it's a prank or someone who just really doesn't know. I don't know. It's like I don't know. I can't hear anything in my headphones anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You're kind of out of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's not a big deal. Oh no. <laughs> so Lauren, you and uh, Bree were giving me a hard time earlier before because oh, yeah. this is the week to pile on. I, I need more. So. Right. Well, tell me what's like, going on. You guys have a beef with me. Give you some beef about your social media updates lately. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, not about that. No, he's <laughs> like, I don't want more. He's beef real about beef. that. I don't want more of that. <laughs> no, I think he's referring. Well, I realized if both we were all sitting out there before the show, and Herb had mentioned at the uh, at Herb one point. Herb, straight under the bus. This is how, <laughs> this is how Herb does payback. See what I'm talking about? Yep. He does get mad. And he does get even. So what happened? So what happened? You, you like, bastard. You're sneaky. That you was a good bastard. one, Herb. Now I have a little... Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so Herb's like, you know, what about you, you and Lauren fighting like right. last time on air? You, I, like, you know, I was thinking about that same thing that last time that I was out, uh, the only week that I had missed, I was over in California and I was actually listening into the show and I had called in and to Lauren talk was to them. In for her, yeah, her. Lauren was here filling, filling in for me, filling in for her. And so yeah, it's this you know. You know, weird cycle. And so Mike brought that up after I had gotten off the phone saying, you know, is, is there some tension and some animosity? 
animosity between you and Brie. Like, can we get a fight going? Like, I mean, if we can make some money on it, yeah, I'll have then, some animosity with you. Well, <laughs> I took offense to the fact that Mike was oh. like, I don't know who's going to win. No. Like, no, I, no, is I it going to be Brie? Like, yeah, I, I picked you, though, didn't I? I backed you. Yeah, you backed me at there first. Was like, was like, she went to prison. Yeah, like I did. <laughs> Whoa. She doesn't care anymore. And that was the show she tried to take over. I mean, uh, right. I got, yeah. I got a little, she, I got a goofy she, balls well, that yeah. if it was three months yeah. in frame and hand, If it's you know? the same phone call, don't take it. <laughs> don't take that caller again. I grew a few balls over there, and uh, <laughs> just I don't a know. Few. I mean, I don't have any issue, beef with you, but I mean, if we can get paid for it, do I you have beef? Do you if have? We can get paid. Have, <laughs> we'll fight. Sure. I'll sell some front row tickets to that. Do you have beef with me now, though? I don't have beef with anybody all here. Right, I'm, right, I'm, all, all, right. I, all I feel right now is love, you guys. Okay, I'm a peaceful right. person. And Bree has beef with me now. She's. Well, Bree says beef. she grew up in Brockton. Thank so you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, that's what I was sitting there in traffic in the car. Like, yeah, she went to prison, but like. I'm from Brockton. <laughs> like, I like, you know, I, 15, 16 years of Brockton I've versus got, like you I've been in two money. fights with some serious sidewalks, okay? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh goodness. Sometimes a telephone pole. I wanna know who Dan the man's back in. She's here. Dan the man's my my boy forever, so I don't know. he's on my side. I got market basket back. He, at me. His, his allegiance has <laughs> changed quickly. I did found. you just recruit Demoulas for the fight? Uh, yeah, I think no. so. We got, I hope we got so. a guy. We did. Up. We did the whole they save market basket. They can supply the soda. Yeah, Demoulas has been a lot of yeah, unpaid yeah. advertisement yeah. tonight. Yeah, <laughs> Why have they got our sponsors? <laughs> yeah, we have a campaign. If you don't know, uh, <laughs> to get RDT on the show, we we were a big part of that campaign. Uh, save market basket. We weren't in the book. We did a whole episode where it was just one market basket employee after another. Like we had like forty of them call in one yeah. show, yeah. Um, and there was like you know baggers, people who bag, you know, do the cashier at the store managers, and Dan the man, he's our guy. He calls in every almost every week forever That's right. until recently. He's having some, you know, he's he's dealing with some stuff. I think so. He's he's got an excuse. Well, he called in like a week or two ago. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so that was cool. But yeah. That's why we was it the week that I basket. wasn't here? Did he call? I think so. Maybe. I think he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe he called because of Lauren. Yeah. That's probably. Yeah, it. he's my biggest fan. Maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe <laughs> that's why he's not calling. Because he's not calling. Like he no, it was about me. It was, oh, it's you. It was me. Well, no, because I noticed since I've been on the show, and I told him I'm his best friend. He's met all these people because of me, and he was mad at me. It's like, come on. Oh goodness. Come on, Dan the man. He wouldn't admit it either. I'll talk about it. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. That's probably him calling in with the f- weird phone because that's what always happens with yeah, him too, right? Yeah, always happen with he him. He says he always denies that he's listening to the show when he calls in, but he always is. That's right. <laughs> he's always got that weird echo. Yeah. We should talk about the, some of the other things going on because uh, number one, detention's still here. He's got his whole family waiting out there. Well, and being he had very asked patient. about legalization too. Yeah. Do we want to talk about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Answer your question you're about December fifteenth. Yeah. Right, yeah, but all right. What's cool and what's not cool? Thursday, you can plant seeds. All right. And number one, you have to, uh, the law says to be so by the law, six plants per person yeah. or 12 in a household. So if two people live in a house, you can really have 12 plants. If both are, adult, both right. are adults that well, would yeah. say it's their marijuana, six plants each, you got 12 plants. But if you uh, have ha- six people in a house, right. you can't have 36 yeah, you, you plants. You have to limit it to 12. It doesn't right. work <laughs> that way. And it has to be locked up. So you you need a like a lock case, a lock closet, lock okay. room. You Are can't. Are there just... regulations on the locks? No, it just okay. has to be locked. Okay. Right. And, and basically, I Secure. would say keep it indoors because it says you know 
keep it from public view. A lot of people have been outside in fences. Mm -hmm. uh, the feds come in with the helicopters <laughs> right, and come in, like swoop in and cut it down, you know, yeah. even if it's outside. Right. And you say, oh, it's not in public view. Well, it is from a helicopter, and that's right. what the feds go by. It's so very public. It's mostly keep it inside. Six to 12 plants. I mean, how great is that? This is this is happening this week, and you also can carry a certain amount. Yeah, right? you can. So now you can carry it if you're out and about, and let's say you're going, uh, you know, to your friend's house or whatnot. You're going out to an event. You're coming from your house, going home. Uh, you went to your dispensary, and you're traveling. You can now have up to an ounce of flour on you at a time, so an ounce of regular cannabis. And or they can't take it or fine you like before. Or five grams, up to five grams of cannabis concentrates are okay, what you're personally uh, right, allowed right. to have. And so, so I would have to go to my guy's carry. place eight times in a row. Shh. <laughs> 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 um, so you can carry that, but public consumption, so can you go out and light up? No. Right. Still okay. completely illegal. Mm -hmm. um, also, driving while intoxicated, that's going to be something that they're talking about a lot right now sure. and that they're going to be examining going forward. So we do want to start it off on a good foot. So <laughs> what about having it on your person? Reasons. What about having it on your person in the vehicle, but just not smoking it? In the like, trunk. You right. need to it's very hard hook. to prove that and you were smoking it. Yeah, but right. still, but if there's a, in the trunk, do not have it in yeah. your car with yeah. you. In the trunk, there is things open yeah. containers yeah. is right. what it's considered. And they can also, so. yeah, and they can also take it and find you if it's in the front seat. So okay. basically, if you're picking you don't up lose something, it, put it in the trunk. This is yeah. new. Yeah, this it's hard to new. prove. It's Kelly, hard to prove. this is brand new from the shop. It's a hard thing to this prove. Is, this is new law on Wednesday we're uh, talking about. If you're, getting it, yeah, if you're getting it from a dispensary <laughs> and it's in a closed container, you can have that with you in the car as right. it is because you can prove that it's in a closed container. It hasn't container. been opened yet. It hasn't right. been but, open. you know, with legalization coming, we're not going to have legal dispensaries. So you're going to your friend. They're going to gift you. Um, you pick up your product and you don't want to have that just in its open bag in your car. You need to have it in your trunk if you're going to transport it. But if you're walking around on the street, you don't have to really worry about if you're carrying something smelling. You know, that doesn't really have to be a big concern with you anymore if that's something that you were concerned about. or We shall see. So also one of the issues is very true. Probation. If you're on probation or bail. There are still people with charges. I'm working on a story right now. Yeah. They're still pressing charges against people that were yep. caught just a few months ago. Yes, right. they are, so, especially in Rossbury, Nothing changed. Too. If you're and in the, the judicial system, uh, I don't think anything's changed. And they're charging them with possession with intent because right. sometimes they have to do that that's just right, to get a charge at all on people, at which all, is right. not right. fair. Yeah. And that's fair. what's happening. So uh, being a youth worker and working with uh, people who have quarries that are kind of a mile yep. long, sitting in Superior it, Court. I've seen it in Dorchester so right. a lot. And I'm in Roxbury, so mm. yes, they're charging them, but they're throwing that intent on to yeah. make it stick, which yeah. is causing right. a problem. Right. right. So it's going to be interesting to see when this rolls out, how it plays out in, in different communities, because they're definitely targeting people. Absolutely. I've seen it a lot. So I'm wondering um, what's going to happen, uh, basically, to make reparations to people who have uh, those charges, who have <laughs> this country you know, is, marijuana is known for charges in yeah. Massachusetts. Flawless reparation. Right. 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 Yeah. Always following through with it. The best. Yeah. Reparations here. Oh, I'm wondering, you know where. Right. We're having these conversations. I didn't even have to say anything. It's just, uh, thank you. <laughs> We're having conversations about you know making sure that these people, that people who have uh, felony drug charges, specifically cannabis, can be hired uh, in the market and whatnot, and making sure that there's these um, provisions for them. But what else, you know, to expedite the process of getting pot prisoners mm -hmm. out, um, of getting people with these charges off of their records, so that they can uh, even get housing and whatnot. You know the difficulty so, when you, you have that. I'm sure you've right. seen that. Uh, or financially, too much. Or <laughs> I can't even put it into words. But and I go back to this. So if 
I'm I'm with you. Uh, detention. Uh, detention. <laughs> Gotta correct myself. I don't want to mess up nobody's name. Um, I do that all the time. Yeah, right. I can't see reparations happening, and I'll tell you why. From my perspective, there's still people sitting in jail on crack addiction who needed treatment. You right, know what I mean? Right. So yep. when you think about the fact that, okay, this is rolling out, how is it really going to be on a street level versus what they say it's supposed to be right. in regards to charges and how people are affected? And if you're walking down the street minding your business, how are, how are they going to target you? And, um, you know, when it in regards to marijuana, because, like, we've watched them do it time and time again. They We know what the law is, but yeah. the execution is poor. Yeah. Well, right. And I'm, I'm worried about the driving part, that they're going to make it yeah. illegal for yes. anyone that has any marijuana in the system at all this is the scary part that Which they could try to change the law impossible yeah, to actually prove because yeah. it stays in your system i know right, right. and did you just see the the what happened up in new hampshire where there was a, a woman who left the methadone clinic on methadone xanax crashed into a school bus and only got 14 days in jail and that was it oh my God. Mm. but if she was on you know if she tested for marijuana then it would they would have thrown the book at her I was going to say, I just saw, you know, the man who had uh, killed the police officer who had yes. just visited the dispensary. I just saw that story running again this week on the morning news. Oh, of <laughs> so course. Yeah, Keep bringing up the old stuff that right. has and nothing to do with now. Because marijuana doesn't make you kill people. <laughs> it does right. not. Like, you're, you're going to drive extra slow, extra right, careful, right, and you're exactly. not going to be violent. Right. Yep. If anything, you're going to get a ticket for driving too slow. That's right. That's um, right. And you're going to get a ticket for having like all the Hostess cupcakes in the passenger seat. Right, right, right. <laughs> Dead giveaway. Too many cupcakes just splattered <laughs> right. into your windshield when you saw the car. So I pulled over to eat my Slim Jim, and now I'm going to jail. Right. right. <laughs> that's sad, but that's we're going to hear that on the news. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. We're the Young Jerks, WEMAP Radio. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. Yeah, right? Yeah, we're here at 6 p.m. and we're talking about uh, legalization and basically what the uh, change of law is going to mean, what it's going to look oh, like. The gifting, too. I like the that. The gifting. Can we talk about the gifting? Yeah, so the way that the law works, you can gift people up to an ounce. Um, so they are, um, you know, I heard in the hearing that they had this week, there was a statement made about that that I thought was great um, that Sonia had brought up about... Uh, we need more clarifications about the gifting laws so right. that people are protected because um, that is going to be something that a lot of people are going to be really excited about. You know, hey, I can be gifted an ounce. I'll um, take it. Uh, yeah. December. <laughs> 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 Our first show. Um, Monica, like you had if said, if you, you want to bring a gift to me of an ounce of marijuana, <laughs> I will accept He's like, it. I'll take it. December 17th at 6 p.m., Come over. Give me a give okay. me a Like Monica had said, though, about people getting too many people hurt. The way that we'll see police executing this law right. in the future. Going How, to, right. You know, yeah. and the statistics have shown out of Colorado that the, the racial disparity actually increased in the, the yeah. people well, getting not arrested. not even that. I don't know if you guys so had the... the gifting, yeah. you know, we want to make sure that people are protected. I don't know if you got the opportunity to watch the documentary 13th. No. no. Okay, so no. I I, I, I I implore you to please watch the documentary 13th on Netflix. And the reason why it shows how the government um, targeted people uh, through drugs, right, during the Nixon campaign. And one of the things that his campaign manager said is, is we couldn't be against war and we couldn't be against drugs. So we tied marijuana to the hippies and we tied heroin to black people and we created a war on drugs. Wait, heroin to black people? Yeah. This was definitely a while ago then. Nixon. No, that's Nixon. Yeah. When I was growing up yeah. in New York. Yeah, yeah it, Nixon. Nixon. In the 70s, yeah. Yeah. New York City, Harlem. And jazz musicians yeah. too, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. and so, Entertainment industry. Well, that's why, yeah. it's, that's why it's a crisis now. Right. Because it used to be 
be uh-huh. a black problem. Not not white. Not a uh, Except people's... thing with marijuana too, right? Uh, yeah. As soon as yeah. white people started getting arrested, doing it, right. So. right? Yeah, and it was like, oh my god, what's happening? Marijuana is going to kill people. If you use this drug, you're gonna go out your house and you're gonna no, you're, you're not. You're gonna put a baby in an oven, right? The, like, the reefer madness. No, yes. that's not what happens. Right. And so I guess that that's what I was um, inferring to when we were talking. My concern is how are they gonna target? specific people who use marijuana because it's going to happen it's just going to be interesting on how they execute it because they've done it before and every time that they do it they change their tactics and um one thing about the documentary is he was like we use political verbiage to be able to target a specific group because we know we couldn't be direct so it's going to be interesting to see how they execute it to target um everyone who is uh pro marijuana i hope there's a pushback on that because everyone uses marijuana hell yeah not yep. like i mean you know but like pretty much i feel like it's pretty even across all races all everyone uses. Oh, yeah. you know it's, i agree with you but i believe that they make certain people the face of it right right, right. right. Yeah. yeah so it's going to be interesting because i know for us uh in my part of town dorchester roxbury uh even if they smell it like you're screwed. That's that's enough. That's probable cause to pull over your car Searching. to target you. They sit them on the sidewalk and cuff them. Yep. They ransack the car. Like it turns into this big big fiasco. Right. So come December fifteenth, I'm wondering how that's going to translate with the gang unit. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. We have a phone call. We'll take the call. Who's on the line? Hey, what up? Hello? Yeah, hello. What's your name? Hey, what's up? It's Rhodes, man. What's up? You don't recognize my voice? What up, Pete? What's I up, do Rhodes? Not, Hi, Rhodes? You're a little distorted. Yeah, yeah. you're a little fuzzy, Rhodes. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, um, just listening to the show, and I'm glad you guys are still like bringing your news to the people. I have not seen the documentary the 13 on Netflix, but definitely been told by a lot of people to watch it. Yes. Yeah. So you got to check I it was, out. Well, like, um, just definitely haven't checked it out yet, but definitely plan on doing it. I think you should. It's really, I think everybody should because it shows you, even with politics, how corporations are creating policy. And it's really not the politicians, they're just the face of it. And we're screwed either way Democrats, Republican, like, right. neither That's one right. is actually for us. It's just about who can benefit the most. It's just puppets on the same, on the same right. person's hands. You and, know? It, and it walks puppets. you through the process of just how they target people and they use certain things to get what they want. And drugs for Nixon was the big thing and they carried it over. And then, you know, the Clintons picked up on it and it became super predators and tough on crime yeah like right. and mass incarceration and so what they did is is that they took issues and they tied them to certain things to further their agenda so it's going to be interesting to see what happens on december 15th with marijuana becoming legal and people being able to walk the streets with it on them and how are they going to target people because they're going to do it they're going to be very strategic but they're going to do it and yeah it's going to be in the nixon years all right yeah yeah, we got someone talking off mic again. <laughs> <laughs> the whole show, we gotta get. Do we, uh, Herbie? Do we have someone to like put him, tie him up over here? <laughs> so, you're right. Act? People were locked up for two joints, but for two yeah. joints. That's right. Kevin, but right? even now, we still suffer from a lot of people sitting in jail based off marijuana. What is that going to mean for them when it becomes legal? Right. right. <laughs> All right. That's so what I was wondering. Yeah. Too, is what know? is that going yeah. to happen? Right. If you were incarcerated for having an ounce of marijuana on you, and now you can walk the street with an ounce of marijuana on you, you're gonna be like, okay, so does that mean I'm released? Right. 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 Ro, do you have any more comment, bro? Before you go. No, I just wanted to say again, like you just keep up the good work, and then um, and the fact I never heard who detention was before. I'm glad that they're like representing (laughs) uh, uh, with the music. 
you know, the fact that they're, they're making music that's pro-marijuana and anti-establishment. We need more of that. You know, we're not, we don't have enough groups like that. He he's, likes not, the he's, not, song. he's not even a group, though. You got that wrong. <laughs> he's a one-man show now. It's Detention. Yeah. We need more of those, you know. We need more Talib qualities, more public enemies, more dead friends. We need more people speaking out against what's going on with the status quo. Well, I appreciate that. I'm nowhere near those guys as far as I'm much less serious than those guys are. But- like, I try to do it through humor. And like dead prez, I'm like they scare me. <laughs> like even when they're right and they're making sense, it's very, <laughs> scary, right? very intimidating. I've played shows with them, I've met them, and it's yeah. like being in the room with them. It's just like, yeah, I know, right? I always <laughs> thought sure. being in a space even with public enemy would be really intense. Even the followers yeah. of dead prez, I've been in shows with them, and I've been like, I'm, I, I'm scared. Like yeah. it's true. I don't, I'm it's, a, it's not like that with public enemy. It no. really isn't. Wow. No, they're there. Chill. Rhodes, we got to go. I appreciate the call. We got another call. Uh, we're going to take a break, though, at the same time. Let's take the call. And now uh, we're going to go on break, too, as well, Herb. Right, Rhodes? Yeah, we got to say goodbye. Thank you so much, Detention, for being Thank here. I want to give you a big round of applause Thank for being you. here. Huge show. You, 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 you got groupies who are like famous, like shouting in the background. You, uh, and uh, we also have uh, we want to thank Stephen are you guys can you guys hang around a little longer you gotta go yeah. Stephen yeah. Mandeli yeah I'd like yeah. to talk about a couple things yeah Yeah, and yeah. Monica okay. Monica yeah. Cannon uh, from the Tito Jackson Community Fund you got it awesome <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for the the great gifting of 2017 <laughs> everyone's giving each other ounces all the time <laughs> the outbreak of gifts will there be a tax deduction <laughs> we should do some songs on that yeah the great gifting yeah Make sure I get in there. Make sure you remind them that I need one, one a day, one yeah. a week, whatever. Yeah. Your Honor, it was a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, we'll be right back with the Young Jerks. Thank you again, Detention. Let's give them a round of applause. Oh, put it out. Yeah. Woo. CBDplease.com, your best source for medical quality CBD products, is proud to sponsor the Young Jerks radio show. 617-500-7100. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Hello. Hi, Bri. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Did Herb just get mad? <laughs> Herb just yelled at us. And I love it. I'm going to go Herbie. <laughs> Exert your authority. We should. Respect his authority. Respect the producer. <laughs> and it wasn't and not me or you. We're we're doing good. We were ready. It's a sidekick. So always a problem with the goddamn sidekick. And the new roads. Yeah, you are. We're just not kicking you down the road down here, yeah. Lauren. Yeah, we had it was like it was almost like a kindergarten classroom. Like all the kids are going, 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 and the teachers just like, yep. and the whole class goes down. That was Herb with us I love <laughs> before it. we came on air. Because usually I have to be that guy, and I don't like doing it. Herb's good at it. You did it good, Herb. I learned from the best, Mike. That being you. <laughs> learned from me. Wow. So uh, we also have Warren Lynch in the studio. Hello. Another sidekick. Uh, and, you know, also we have the other guest uh, still here from uh, Veterans Alternative Healing, Inc., Stephen Mandilli. Hello. And we have Monica Cannon uh, from the Tito Jackson Community Fund. Hey. They have a huge event coming up. Uh, it's a holiday gift and toy drive. Uh, maybe not an event. It's a holiday gift and toy drive. Uh, starting right now until December 20th, you can uh, drop it off. Uh, gifts at Roxbury Innovation Center, 2300 Washington Street, Roxbury. Uh, 6 Beacon Street, Suite 312 Boston. There's also the Ardent Party, and I think Steven's got some more. Yep, this is the one at the Students for Sensible Drug Policy at EMS Boston. 
Um, we're, we're going right up until the 23rd, 24th when we made the page. I'm only going to do two weeks out. But we'll go right to the limit for people that want to help out. And, uh, no problems. We'll come out and get it no matter what. Awesome. So, yep. And there's going to be a list that we're going to be able to post later today yes. on, our, on our Facebook page? Yes, we'll post the list on the Facebook page. And um, I, I'm thinking now we're just going to go ahead and make the the GoFundMe page, too. There's been a lot yeah, of uh, like questions that. for that. So uh, we'll, we'll do that. That would be easy no for problem. me. I would like to do that, you know, to Excellent. just throw it up that way and, and throw a donation. Um, we're the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m., uh, we also have uh, Lauren Pispiza, who you heard. Hey, guys. What's Always up? get in trouble. Are you, are you a troublemaker now? Apparently. <laughs> Ask the state. I don't the know. The new Rhodes? <laughs> are you, and, you, you and Rhodes are like a, yeah. a pack. Do you have a pact? I'm more of a troublemaker than Rhodes. Really? Uh, yeah, I've just been really good when I've been here so far. But you were? I you was. Used to be. I was. My, I guess I'm a bad girl now. <laughs> <laughs> You're really trying to pull the She says while mind. twirling the cord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, guy, the guys are like, oh, my God. I had a sassy face on when I said that. <laughs> yeah. guys, you yeah. didn't even know. Yeah. All right. And we also have uh, Warren Lynch over here. Hi. <laughs> also known as the ghost. I'm the ghost. The Can ghost. you do the ghost sounds again for us? <laughs> That's straight out of a Christmas carol right there. Oh, yeah. Warren's also known as uh, Bernie Kratt. He's also another guy who's very popular on Facebook, right, Warren? Yeah. About conspiracy. <laughs> and I think Warren might be talking in the microphone wrong, right, Herbie? I, is that what's going on over it, here? Yeah, Herbie's trying to look at Herbie, and Herbie will show you how to talk into that microphone. Yeah. Yeah, there you Am go. Am I talking right now? Is I that better? Herbie's going to come over. He's, he's, he's exaggerated right he's, now. Yeah, his he's body language. Like, oh, 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 oh. A lot of exasperation. Don't break the microphone, Warren. Oh. Yeah. Well, Herbie's going to fix your mic for you. Oh. There we go. Does it work now? It works better now. Much better. All right. So you, we're running out of time, but you probably have, you always have something to talk about. Uh, and I asked you for like the headline of the week, and I think it's a national story, which I actually would like to comment on it too, right? Oh, or yeah. Was- that's CIA Washington Post, uh, Dick Cheney, dude in a trench coat anonymous uh, leak nonsense. Awesome. Yeah. About Donald Trump in Russia. Yeah. It's just like the yellow cake uranium story, except for Donald Trump. Right. right? He's got weapons of mass. Um, we, let's no. make sure people know we're we're you're a totally progressive Bernie Krat liberal. You didn't uh, vote for Donald Trump, right? No, I don't like Donald Trump. Okay. He's terrible. But this, the, this <laughs> it's all over the media this week uh, about uh, Russia having influenced the vote for Donald Trump. Is this what you're yeah, talking about the Washington and, Post story? And maybe maybe they did, but it's really sketchy for some anonymous dude in a trench coat to call up claiming he's some high up guy in the CIA and you know the CIA is not allowed to officially tell us but he's got an anonymous <laughs> leak from inside his trench coat right. where question, he the- question how did they know he was wearing a trench coat <laughs> and he called them up did they ask him what he was wearing you're right he, he was wasn't necessarily deep wearing it. did he call himself right. deep throat <laughs> yeah, I think so. This is starting to take a turn for the sexy. The, you know, know, the thing is, too, I like Trump's response. So even though I, I you know, I, we're going to have a guy in here who's expert at trolling Trump. He's like nationally known now for trolling Trump. He's a writer, nice. journalist. Uh, we're going to bring him in in a couple of weeks, Chris Caesar. I can't wait to have him in. But, uh, you know, Donald Trump's response, his campaign response was, you know, whatever we're calling that group now, the transition team, they had a response that was like, what was it? It was. Do you, do you want to read, read it, Ron, or do you have what, it there? Uh, he was like, "Oh, are you are you sure?" Or like, "WMD in Iraq, sure." Yeah, like basically, because they were the same people that yeah. claimed, you know, 
Saddam is hiding like thousands of nuclear weapons inside secret trucks that are always moving, and so we can never quite find them. And this is the problem with the uh, government now, too. It's uh, Donald Trump won on non-trust, I think, of uh, the institution. Secret guys in trench coats. Of the institution yeah. of government, of all government, and especially federal government. And here's the CIA. Do we trust the CIA? Do we trust the FBI? I, I, you know, I have a lot of questions about these organizations and their past history. It's not even the official organization either. Right, it's some yeah. dude claiming. Yeah, it's not even know. them, right? Well, it could be. <laughs> you know, or it could not be, but there's just some anonymous source saying, you know, trust me, I won't tell you who I am, but, you know, I'm really not Vladimir Putin calling you on. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Putin. I think it's Putin. It could be. So what's uh, I like? This all sounds like yeah. an episode of South Park. It, yeah, it, it definitely yeah. does. It really does. Right. Let's, do, yeah. uh, let's do a poll around the room here, though. Do uh, we think that Russia number one tried, and number two, do you think that they did influence Warren? I influenced the election. Everybody influenced. Okay. I mean. Yeah. Okay. They didn't use mind control. Do you control think that they right. ultimately decided it though? Like they were the difference? No, the freaking voters or the people who counted the votes decided. Anyone else want to comment on that? Russia Wait. may have tried, Just, but I don't think they had as big of an tried. impact as other people. <laughs> we have a caller. Who's on the line? Nancy Giggle Pants. Nancy Giggle Pants. Giggle Pants. I think I think Russia tried, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he knows uh, the gloss will come out. So you think that you tried to influence the election as well? Me? Uh... <laughs> no, no, Silent pauses are not good for radio. <laughs> I'm almost getting ready to get rid of you. Do you have a comment for Warren? Is he your friend? Because I have a feeling this is a Warren call. Are you a I'm Warren man? Uh, uh, no, no, he's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> See, Warren, uh, this is the type of... Callie, come on, do you want to... Can you communicate with her? Um, uh, so what did you want to ask us about, Minty? <laughs> uh, yeah, what is the nature of your question? Oh my That's gosh. my question. <laughs> <laughs> Inception. <laughs> my question. My questions my inside God. questions. Is your name Andy Kaufman? <laughs> my question. You didn't really die, right? What's your question uh, about well, what you know, my that, question that's is? That's subjective. I mean, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> it's Bill Hicks, Alex Jones. Did, did Russia, uh, <laughs> is, is Russia controlling this radio show right now? Keep rooting for Putin. <laughs> Thank you. I like Borscht. I can't tell you anything other than that. I like that. Borscht. Borscht I like Borscht. Okay. Well, Very good. Okay. Thank you for calling. I like okay. turtles. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for calling. Call back You're another welcome. time. So I think okay. Russia, I think Russia aided in it, um, but I don't think that that was the determining factor. I think what was the determining factor in this election is that there was a heavy distrust for Hillary, and there was severe distrust to Trump. And when you combine those, two, and there was no third alternative option that was viable. Right. And when you have, it was almost like she was the lesser of two evils. So it was like, mm, mass incarceration, mm, unqualified, and just a bigot. Uh, and I think that's that's what happened. It was like the vote was split. Um, and I think she didn't do good with... So one thing I know, uh, personal opinion, just want to put that out there, even though I represent Tito's Community Fund, my, my opinions and, and views are my own, need to say that, um, is that Trump was able to appeal to a dynamic of people who were severely poor. Definitely. Um, and edu not educated, too, yeah. but usually less than a college education. Yeah, less than a college education. And 
severe distrust of government and so many other things. And in my opinion, what he did was force people to show their cards. So all of these things were already there. It's just that we were delusional, some right, of us, right. at, that they existed. And what he did was like, okay, you have to show your hand now. Mm-hmm. And then he made them feel comfortable enough to do so. And that's what they did. Damn. I think you are 100% spot on. I'm just saying. Um, I do think, though, when we're talking about the Russians, I don't know if anybody else, there's this, if you watch the Samantha B show that she has and oh. whatnot, she actually did a little bit on, uh, you know, Russia influence and Russian trolls basically mm-hmm. uh, influencing us online and people who, My people. Yeah, yeah, who just but, like but, to but, go but, on and but, like you know, to troll if, online. If we, we want to bring that up, though. If we want to yeah. say influencing the election, though, that's as far as I think yeah, Russia right, went yeah. as to actual but, influence you know, or the if, Russian if, trolls. We may have tried otherwise. If we're going to bring up the whole russian troll internet thing the bots yeah well no We're, not just bots real people real too. people yeah. what about Fake the conversation articles. about what the american government's probably doing yeah, too what about, those yeah. Absolutely. What about uh, the boston city the you know the mayor, mayor wants to now profile people uh and get a big contract for the city of boston to follow people's social media right. oh yeah the That's boston police suspended. department i mean one po- 1.5 million dollars they spent on social media which to me in my opinion is the stupidest thing i've ever heard yeah. absolutely and the reason why it's stupid is this first off you didn't need 1.5 million dollars no. to get any information off of social media because a lot of the things that are happening are very public and it's not a secret secondly i can think of 50 million things you could have spent that money right. on and right. an alternative to to breaking into people's privacy or the illusion of privacy, I should say, because any mm-hmm. one of us who is smart enough to understand that nothing on social media is a secret. Um, but then also, like, seriously, that's your target. So we're not going to tackle veterans affairs. We're not going to tackle schools and our, our school right. system. We're right. not going to tackle health care. We're just going to focus on social media. It's the right. stupidest thing. People ever. on on Instagram. Right. right. People on. Well, the thing is, those aren't just the police department spending money. It's actually contractors being hired by them who are pushing these right. these, um, these campaigns. They're yeah. pushing these projects. And they'll like, get hey, bigger. We can right. Help you catch criminals. We yep. can help you do this. Hey, but you got to give us a million dollars. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll watch social makers. media for you doing App basically makers. what we could do by just scrolling through well, what what's we on are public and, and in five years that number inflates it gets yeah, larger and larger absolutely, once they absolutely. set up a system and, I mean I don't it doesn't matter whether they help stop crime or not because they're violating civil liberties yeah. once they do that well, that, well that the other, that's the other issue there's no transparency on it there's mm, no right. rules the other thing too I want right. to mention too is the US government too how many times do we meddle in other countries? Oh, no yeah. elections? I mean, look at the Iranian situation. We had, a, we had a democracy in Iran, and we overthrew it, and we put in the Shah. I mean, that, that's when the bad yeah. CIA started doing bad stuff, and, and that just didn't stop. Chile, that. That was, yeah. Chile, we did in the 80s when, um, when we put in Pinochet. Oh, right. You know, we've done it to South America so many times. We've done it to, I mean, after the Arab Spring in, in Egypt, they threw overthrew Mubarak. We've been you know, mm-hmm. screwing with every country that overthrew their leaders there, where people were in the streets as citizens and we just you know screw with their elections listen i i I referred to this in the car when we was coming over here and i was talking to (laughs) steven cat williams he said the u.s government is pimps and he was like because pimps do things and they don't explain it to you and so every time we would turn on the tv they would say that we're over in iraq and they would use a term that people can't readily identify and say insurgents but he was like um can you tell me what the iraqi uniform looks like because there is none we were right. over there killing people well, we gave it to them actually right so i just i it's no doubt in my mind that the u.s government is all over the place and then the moment somebody does it to us we cry foul well, if they're pimps, we got to stop being hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. I ain't young- making no money, so something got to right, happen. Right? <laughs> We're the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. Um, 
I'm Mike Crawford, the host, and she's Bree. Brianna Morrell. Brianna Morrell. <laughs> I didn't screw it up. Did I <laughs> just, today? Yeah. Well, once. you did. You were like Brie, Anna, and then you and then you said Brianna the second. Oh time. God, I, old habits die hard. Yeah. Brianna. Brianna. Brianna Morrell. Yes. I got it. You got it. I especially got to get it today. You've been nice to me, even though you guys were picking on me a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You could have been a lot. We've been picking on each other too. So. You were. Okay. You, yeah. You guys. That's where it went to. It was like yeah. I was like, you can totally beat up on me today. You felt so bad on me. You really started fighting. Like there was almost fisticuffs. You looked sad. Fisticuffs. Wow. <laughs> no, I have a teaser actually. No fisticuffs. Uh, wow. I've this is gonna get it. good after. We're gonna get the oh video of that enough. for the crew the after. Photographer needs to stick around for that. My teaser actually shorted yeah. out. I'm gonna <laughs> be <laughs> Brie versus Taser. We also have Stephen Mendeley still over here. Uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, Monica Cannon from the Tito Jackson Community Fund. Again, we're gonna be promoting this all week and and where to bring the gifts, what kind of gifts to get for the kids, and you're gonna have a what you just talked about a new place people can send some money to for this toy drive. Yep, yes, we'll set up a uh, we'll set up a site for for monetary donations so we can go and uh, provide gift cards for some of the the older family members, the mothers and fathers and some of the kids that um, may have not given a list of what they want. But uh, one other thing that we, that I have going on uh, this week Monday at six o'clock out in Spencer, um, I'm working with a and it, this, this falls into something you mentioned this week with the equity in the cannabis industry. I had a, um, a dispenser reach out to me that, that wanted um, help. And, and you know, luckily it's the, I don't know how many dispensers I've talked to, but this is the, 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 one, um, the one black man has come out and asked me to help them. Um, and out in Spencer, there's a, there's, yeah, the, the opioid epidemic is really bad out there. And he's just getting treated. Um, with closed minds, and, and I'm, I'll be going there and speaking on his behalf on on Monday night at six o'clock um, to let those people know that the truths about medical marijuana and marijuana in general, and the fact that every time they mention it out there, people act like they're talking about heroin. Right. What's, what's where is that at? It's it's at uh, it's at Sp the Spencer Town Hall, I believe. I'll post that too. It's at uh, I'll put the address on there and the time. Um, but they had reached out to me. Um, as a, as a new group, and they've we've, we're working together to bring, like I said, specific strains. Um, they're they're working on a contract to get them to hire um, veterans from our organization, and we we're trying to make this something new as opposed to what's going on with the dispensaries that are already here, and creating a long term relationship. So um, the people that go there are going to be the people who continue to go there because they're not getting, um, you know, whatever they have available, and then when you walk in there, they only have a little bit. Where they're going to make sure that that you can walk in there just as easily as you could go to like a CVS and get exactly what you need and know that it's there because through I mean with all the marijuana talk we lose sight that it, it for some people it very much is medicine That's and, a life and not right for me it was I, it keeps me good, off of good week uh, whether you know you're working with your kids your family it's right it hurts it, someone's happiness the way you, the way and, and for, besides the medicine the way anyone chooses to intoxicate in their home whether it's uh, alcohol, marijuana, or whatever else they want, that's their business. And no one should be telling you uh, when you're in home or, or what you should be, how you should be handling yourself in that way. It, it's, it's your choice. And any, any intoxicant you use, it's up to you. It's, it shouldn't be up to people judging you and telling you that's where stigma gets pushed in. And then that's where all the problems begin. That's right, Stephen. Thank yes. you for coming in today. Uh, Veterans Alternative Hailing Inc. is your nonprofit. Yes, sir. And uh, again, I want to thank you. Also, uh, Monica, yeah, 
and Monica Cannon from the Tito Jackson Community Fund. Thank you for how having many, me. How many turkeys did you give away this year again? 4,000. Oh, it was fierce. Awesome. If there was yeah, more, wow. there, there were people there for them, too. So I, <laughs> I actually had the opportunity to work with Steven at the event because he was working the door doing security. <laughs> yeah, I walk into this place. There's a line down the side of the building at 7 o'clock in the morning. For security. Yeah. No, but I'm like, thanks. I get to walk nice into this community and, and tell people, people they can't come mess in. With them. He's a big guy. And- well, you know what the thing is? And this is real funny. So, like, <laughs> the giveaway didn't start until 2. People showed up at 7 a.m. Um, wow. And they were lined up outside the door with like their push cards. There were people out there who had Ziploc bags with multiple IDs in it so yeah. they could switch off to get more turkeys. Like the turkey hustle is real. It, wow. No joke. Wow. It's no joke. Does everyone get one pretty much? Yeah. Or? So yeah. actually, everybody got a turkey because we do the public, we do seniors um, and handicapped. We d- deliver to them and then we do organizations as well. So we did fairly well. Um, let's raise $72,000 to be able to distribute uh, 4,000 turkeys wow. to the community. So and how do you get that money? Who gives yes. that? Like, how do you? Is Multiple what? different organizations. So the Lewis Family Foundation donated. Um, Suffolk Construction. Just different local community businesses donate to um, Council of Jackson's community fund, and we then take that money, go pay for turkeys at either Stop and Shop or Hannaford's, and we give them all away. That's unbelievable. And uh, a lot of people talking about uh, Bear Walsh. What's going to happen? He's got a lot of money. <laughs> He's got a lot of money. Uh, I think he still has high favorability, but a lot of us don't like him. I mean, from the Olympics, the IndyCar to the marijuana thing. Um, what so do you think? I, Will Tito Jackson run against him? I don't know. I, hope so. I say I stay tuned, but I I hope we so. should all ask him. If he's I'm listening, I want Jackson. him to run. Please. <laughs> yeah. yes. But I understand, I, you know, you, when you run, you want to win, right? This is true. So, listen, I think it would be a great idea. I think what the biggest issue has been for Mayor Walsh is poor... Um, uh, what do you call it? Advisory. I, I think that if he had the right people around him to be able to advise him better on issues that affect our community, that they will be better uh, executed. Um, and hopefully, you know, I 2017 is going to be an interesting year. Stay tuned. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> we, we just got done with elections and we're already looking at new ones. I'm waiting. Yes. Super Warren Lynch, are you going to run too? Oh, I'm going to run. Yeah, you're oh, running yeah. for some. What, what are you running yeah. for? Uh, state rep. State rep. Oh, what district? Do it. 33rd Middlesex. Oh, okay. I just ran in um, uh, 7 Suffolk. Nice. So you guys um, should definitely be in touch. What's in 33rd Middlesex in Tail? Uh, that entails Malden and uh, e- Eastern Medford. So probably where I'll be living when you're running. <laughs> awesome. Look, you, you get extorted vote. for the vote. Friend <laughs> 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 of the show. <laughs> Bria, we having fun today? Yes, I this think it was a, free, a really fun show. It was. It was, it was a free, free flowing. Yeah, yeah, there were a few things I wanted to cover though before. Yes. We're done. Because we, um, we are almost done. So. Yeah, we're wrapping up. So this upcoming week, um, I talked about it last week. I was off on my dates. I was talking about it like it was happening this week. Week, I had said the right date. It was December 12th. Um, upcoming is the Massachusetts Patient Advocacy Alliance is holding uh, basically a testimony working session um, to talk about the proposed changes that are coming up uh, for the uh, the proposed regulatory changes against the medical system specifically. With so we're celebrating, yeah, it's we're celebrating DPH, legalization, but at the same time. Uh, we are facing new regulations in uh, the medical program. So if you're interested in testifying for uh, against this or, uh, you know, voicing your opinion about the proposed regulatory changes, it's a different 
uh, kind of setup. If you've done public hearings in the past, this is very specific. You have to basically write your testimony pertaining to the specific proposed changes as well as submit it via email beforehand. It has to be limited in length to being under three minutes. And this is why they're having a working session this Tuesday. You can go down to uh, on Atlantic Ave in Boston, 745 Atlantic Ave. You can look it up online, too. Look up the Massachusetts Patient Advocacy Alliance. You'll find it on their website. You can find it on Facebook um, and participate in this. You know, if we're looking at legalization, same thing with legalization. I want to say the same thing. We're excited. We want to celebrate it. But you still need to be active and participating in it. It doesn't mean you get to sit back and, you know, smoke now and just let all of these changes happen to this law that we voted, that we right. enacted. You can't sit back and let them strip away home growth. Yeah, we're going to make it better, not worse. Yeah, it's, and it's protect pretty what's scary. Been passed. That's the thing. Uh, and again, there's uh, next week we have a huge show. Yes. It's like the, what is it, consultant class radio next week? I was going to say, you know, yeah. we didn't really get to talk about the hearing too much that happened this week, but I'm sure we'll talk about it next yeah. week because there was so much covered. It was like a three-hour long hearing. It, it was, was great. crazy. Yeah, so if we can talk about that next We're week. We're going to have uh, Dan Delaney, who yes. uh, has been the subject of some barbs of our show. And, and I think you, you, we call them, what did we call them? The boob of the week or the something of the week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. not good. And I, I personally, same thing. I've called him out multiple times online. Yeah. About, and my stories ripped him yeah. a few times. It's, but it's he bad. takes my calls. I actually, people are going to be surprised because I actually kind of like this guy, even though he's been against us. Like, well, you can have working differences and still, you know, be amicable to each other. He's honest, and he's helped fine. me get in touch with people, and he's helped out in some way. So we're gonna have Dan Delaney next week, the consultant. You can call in and yell at him, scream at him all you want. I'll, 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 I'll be <laughs> the nice invitation to, him. to yell. Yeah, you can. And then we're also gonna have. Uh, like uh, the other guy who's also a big consultant. These Chris are both Crane. medical marijuana consultants. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Delaney's with Patriot Care. They oppose the legalization. Uh, and Chris Crane from Forefront Advisors. Who we talked to before about legalization and mm-hmm. being excited about legalization. And now we're going to be talking to him about the business side now that legalization mm-hmm. now has it's passed. Here. What it means, maybe you have questions. Maybe you want to start up a business. <laughs> And this, you're interested in what the Cannabis Control Commission means and what the regulation, yes. what the regulation commission. Yeah. You know, the most amazing thing to me through all of this is that there are commissions and consultants yeah. around marijuana. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'm an 80s kid. Never thought I'd see the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's some of the stuff I got in trouble with earlier. Yeah, that, that, that was where I went Mike. too far on that. So I'm going to be quiet and we're going to go. We'll be back next week with the consultant <laughs> class radio. right? And we'll be talking and answering some questions. Yeah, we'll be back next week. The Young Jerks uh, will be legal then. Yeah. We'll see you then. Roll up. Smoke them on Thursday. Uh, CBDplease.com, your best source for medical quality CBD products, is proud to sponsor the Young Jerks radio show. W-E-M-F radio.